You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Hi, Rebecca. Oh, hey, Natalie. (laughs) Welcome back to TV Tangents, everyone. Welcome. This is a fan um, suggested, pulled out of our hat episode that we're doing today. Yeah. We watched this show, of course, when I was younger. My whole family sat around and watched this show, and now that I look back on that Mm. fact, I'm like, hmm. I'm kind of thinking, yeah, how am I not more messed up than I am? Because <laughs> we're talking about unsolved mysteries, and it's like crazy. Everyone is a murderer. Everyone is a con artist. Mm-hmm. There are ghosts and aliens everywhere you look, and yes. nobody knows their father. No. That's, and the, that's unsolved mysteries in a nutshell. And it just amazes me, though. How it does amaze me how like now going back and watching it they have updates for you so like I love updates tons of people are captured ten years later mm-hmm. and I'm like wow that recently like amazing the coolest thing when I was watching this with my family we would all gather around the TV mm-hmm. and let's um, just mention that I was not the youngest in my family my brother is seven years younger than me so yes. when this started in let's see unsolved mysteries began. In 1987. And then it became a, a show in 1988. So I was in like the 8th grade. So my brother was in like the 1st grade or something. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? You sat around and watched it as a family. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, and the the best thing, you know how the, the letters come out, like those bars come up and then mm-hmm. the letters come flying in and anytime it said update, you were like, dude. Yes. Yes. That was the best. I loved it. And as I'm watching it again, they're like, and after we aired our original story, Mm -hmm. this eyewitness came forward Mm -hmm. and found this guy who looks just like so-and-so. And And I'm like, oh, yes. And because you're watching Unsolved Mysteries to see if it's your neighbor. Yeah. Because the lady I was watching today, she's like, and I looked over my husband and I said, that looks like Larry over there. (laughs) And sure enough, it was. (laughs) Yeah. I loved the one that somebody was like, they... They called 911 and said it looked like a man they knew named Steven Starbucks. And I was like, good <laughs> alias. Good That's alias. <laughs> That's got to be my friend Steven Starbucks. That's so weird, though. He seems so normal. But I was thinking, like, wouldn't you be like, that looks like a lot like my neighbor. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's probably not. And if you watched the show, wouldn't you be a little worried about calling in? Not going to oh, lie. Yeah. Like some of these stories, I'm like straight out of the movies, straight out of mm-hmm. TV dramas. I'm like, oh, I'm not sure how these mm-hmm. people are still. Like today, I was actually watching an episode where these older ladies and one lady's grandson saw basically a UFO mm, yeah. and military helicopters. Mm-hmm. They all got radiation uh you know exposure and these women went to the military then and they were like well we you know we we want some help because then they disappeared and the guys were like we're not involved in this at all i don't know what you're talking about and like the part of the street that was burned got disappeared randomly Mm -hmm. and like all of this stuff went on i'm like i'm surprised this was even allowed to be on tv because how did this get in i was like okay because the government's like why not i don't know know. go ahead and put it on your show i don't know we don't know anything yeah they're like sorry nothing and like a federal court was like nope case dismissed sorry and i'm like oh i'm scared oh snap so i'm not sure i'd have to i'd have to very anonymously turn Mm -hmm. you in if you were on i would be one of those people in the shadows with 
like the workforce that's like this or that I saw mm-hmm. him coming out of the gas station. I love that. That would be. <laughs> I love how you can still see like their Farrah Fawcett hair. Yes. But they're like. <laughs> that's that's totally true. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, um, Unsolved Mysteries began as a series of seven NBC specials presented by Raymond Burr, Perry Mason. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, Carl Madden, as in the old actor from Pollyanna with the really big nose. Oh. What did I say? Did I say Carl Madden or did I say Carl Malden? You did say Carl Madden, and all I thought about <laughs> Carl Malden, it, yeah. It's Carl Malden. It's Malden, right? What are we drinking? I, we are some drinking kind some of red good wine. wine, yeah. Okay. Plus, um, we had sugar. Yeah, we had ice cream that Natalie brought, which was so cool. Oh, yummy. Um, and Robert Stack. So, those three guys um, did the, these specials. Um, they aired in January of 1987, and then in October of 88, it became a full series Hosted by Robert Stack, usually in a trench coat, sometimes with a hat. And looking at you and oh telling goodness. you that you could help, help solve. And first of all, he's always like in a place where people get murdered. He's like in an alley with creepy <laughs> lights in a movie from the 70s. And he's all like, and then this happened. And you can imagine what happened next. And he stares at you. And in he's camera. looking at me. Yeah. And his stare is unwavering. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't do it, Robert Stack. I'm like, it wasn't me. He's like, someone may know something. It could be you. Could I'm, be I'm you. sorry. I know nothing. I know nothing, but I'm, I'm not 12. sure I would tell you anyway because you kind of scare me a little bit. You scare me, Robert Stack. So um, it aired for nine seasons on NBC and then moved to CBS in 1997. I didn't even know it was on that long. I don't remember I it saw, being on after yeah, high school. That it was on forever. It was until 99. Um, in the... 11th season they added co-host Virginia Madsen who's an actor in a bunch of things and you would totally recognize her face if you saw her and it had to have gone on longer than that because just today I watched Mm -hmm. an episode that was with the other dude it wasn't even it was still Robert Stack that's why I was like so confused I said it was the 12th season it was there was an episode about somebody who uh, who disappeared the night before September 11th. And huh. that's why I was so confused. Okay. I was okay. like, oh my gosh. Because here's what happened. Let me catch up to speed. So they got a co-host and that didn't work out. So then the ratings kept slipping so that it was canceled in 99. But then it was brought back by Lifetime in oh, 2001. Oh, interesting. So yeah, before that all happened... Um, and Robert Stack was the host, but then it ended again in 2002 because he was ill. Okay. And he died soon after that. That's right. So, and yes, then another that guy came along, right? Yes. Unsolved Mysteries was rebooted in 2008 by Spike Network oh. with Dennis Farina, who's also an actor in a bunch of stuff. Um, and it ran until 2010. There's currently an Unsolved Mysteries YouTube channel where viewers can submit their own videos, I guess. Hmm. I didn't look into it because there's too much stuff on YouTube yes. to be looking stuff up. There's a Facebook page that's mm. streaming for, I think, just Stack himself. Really? And yeah. That's how I found actually a couple nice. episodes. I was like, oh. Other Don't than... you have Amazon Prime? No, I watched it all on Amazon oh, okay. Prime. And I'm then like, when why you does told she keep me... saying this? It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, when Prime. you told me that one, though, I had to look it up, and it was so... I couldn't... The, what you told me, it was like... 
a specific episode. And then when I looked that one up, it wasn't. Really? And then when I just Googled a girl's name, it came up on his Facebook page. Okay. And it said it was in season one. And I was well, like, that's not true at all. either way, I watched that one and saw the story. Okay. But I looked bananas. it up in multiple locations on Amazon Prime and then on a computer where I was on Unsolved Mysteries, face, like, or their regular website. And I was oh. like, what's happening? It's a so, yeah. rabbit hole because it's crazy. I discovered a few months ago unsolvedmysteries.fandom.com mm. where you can get info on every single case they ever covered and you can get the updates. So basically when I'm watching Unsolved Mysteries now, mm-hmm. um, which they've updated every episode so that they tell you what happened so, yeah. if they have an update on it, which yeah. is awesome because like that. that's instant gratification. Mm-hmm. But if you want to know before you get to the end, you can look it up on this unsolvedmysteries.fandom.com wow. and they'll tell you the whole case and what happened and whether or not it was solved. And I get really mad now when I get to the end and I just watched a whole half hour of something and it's unsolved. And I'm mm-hmm. like, God, come on. I'm like, that's not what I signed up for. And this I is 2019. Yeah. We have solved everything. Everything. Yeah. Nothing there is should unsolvable. Be an update. And I found it interesting that I found a few that were like when they gave the updates at the end. Mm-hmm. It was like this weird, bizarre, like totally a way I didn't think it was going to go. Yeah. I was like, okay. I love that. When they're like, and... Uh, her husband was never convicted to, for her murder. And then the next update is like, her uncle admitted to doing all the things. And <laughs> exactly. now he's in jail. And you're like, oh. Or I saw one about a guy who, like, they said, basically confessed to being, like, the Boston Strangler. Oh. And then they're like, no one believes this, though. And, like, this one victim's family was like, nope, we don't think so. And then hmm. that guy died in prison. And then they get with his family. No, we want to prove he didn't do it because we're we're barely certain. Then I watched 30 minutes of them talking about exhuming her body, getting more evidence, mm-hmm. checking DNA, doing all these things. And I was kind of in and out of paying attention to it <laughs> at one point because I was like, oh, wow, now they've they've proven it's not correct. And then they're like, oh, it was different DNA. And then this, that, whatever. And then at the end, it's like, update. And they're like, new evidence in whatever year has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that it indeed was so-and-so who oh did it. God. I was like, wait, what? Oh my God. I thought you said he lied. I'm like, oh. Why do this to I me? Know. I was like, mysteries. wait a second. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> but then you know at least that it's like true like it's not like they're doing I mean it's right. not like a hyped thing and it was yeah. always like this isn't a news broadcast and I'm like okay so then yeah they're like nope sorry we were right all along I'm like oh it was never frilly either it no. was like very basic mm-hmm. the reenactments you know sometimes the reenactments are a little cheesy but oh, I love that the real are. people are yeah. all up in there though inter- being interviewed and then they look I mean but some of the actors are a little creepy some of the actors like there was one lady her daughter had been murdered and I was watching it and the person in the reenactment, I swear, was her. Was the person. And I kept I looking at her and looking at this person like, they're the same person. That has they to be let her do that the re- has to be her reenacting, like canvassing the neighborhood yeah. to find her daughter's murder. Yeah. Wow. I know. It's a Couple good show. Co- it is a good show. So before we talk about that case that I made you watch mm-hmm. and some of our favorite cases, let's talk about Robert Stack real quick. Yes. Um, Robert Stack was born Charles Langford Modini Stack in Los Angeles on January 13th, 1919. Mm. I think January 13th is my sister's birthday. I think. Maybe it's 11th. 
January 13th is your that anniversary. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Okay. <laughs> FYI. Rebecca, that's your anniversary. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I know that date means something. <laughs> now my sister's birthday is the 11th. Good times. That was awesome. That was awesome. <gasps> There's something that happened something once happened. upon a time. I don't On remember. On January 13th. What it was? Like 2001? Maybe. Something or somewhere in time around there. Holy. Something important in my life. Look. Good times. Look. I've had a very mom week. Mm. Okay. My brain I, is I understand. Mush. I understand. That's why I'm dressed like <laughs> this today. With no makeup. I love it. So let's get back to Robert Stack and okay. not me. <laughs> Robert Stack was born Charles Stack and his mom named him Charles, but his dad preferred Robert. So they went that with that instead. Of course. Because you know how it is when mm-hmm. women try to name stuff. Yeah. And it, then the guy's just like, meh, meh, I don't meh. like that. So his parents divorced when he was a year old. Oh, after he changed the name. <laughs> after the name was changed and she kept it. And then uh, they got married again years later. Oh, so I That's guess kind of they an unsolved mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why he's on the show. He's like, I would like to solve the mystery of why my parents broke up in the first broke place. Up and got married again. So his mom took him to live in Europe for like seven years or something. Um, then when they came back, his parents got married again. But then his dad died when he was ten. Um, he lived in Ireland till he was seven, and he learned to speak French and Italian, but he didn't speak English until he was seven. Oh, when wow. When he moved back to Los Angeles. Wow. That's All impressive. fascinating stuff, Robert Stack. With no accent or anything I on know. the Unsolved Mysteries. He appeared in over 40 films. Mm. You know that he's an old-timey actor. Mm-hmm. In 1960, he won the Emmy for Best Actor in a Dramatic Series for The Untouchables, mm. which we forgot he was in. I did forget he was in that. He was also nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for his role in the film Written on the Wind in 1956. Mm. And that year, he married Rosemary Bow or Bowie? Bow? I don't know. Bow. And they stayed together until his death in 2003. Huh. 1956 to 2003, they were married. Wow. In Hollywood. That's amazing. And they have two children. I don't know about you, but my most favorite Robert Stack film roles include Airplane. Yes. And Beavis <laughs> and Butthead do America. Is he in Beavis and yeah. Butthead? Remember, he plays the investigator who's like, oh, goes to investigate God. the camper often whose camper they were whacking. Oh my god, remember? I haven't seen Beavis and Butthead in so long, and now we I'm gonna have to that. watch it. Oh my gosh, love that movie! We yes, love that movie, we do love that movie. Our whole friendship it's is based on that movie. Yes. We'll just talk okay. about that. Um, he was also in Basketball, but I didn't really like that movie. So, did you have a favorite Robert Stack film role? I forgot, I mean, leather, yeah, Airplane would have to be that was Airplane's great. one of my all time favorite movies. So, I can't remember if I saw Airplane before I saw Unsolved Mysteries, and then, like, I probably saw it my whole life and then didn't, like, probably after Unsolved Mysteries, yes. I was like, hey, that's that guy from Unsolved Mysteries. I think Mysteries. you're right. I'm, I'm fairly certain I saw Airplane first, and then, yeah, later on was like, oh, hey. Yeah, I never recognized the Unsolved Mysteries guy as the guy from mm-hmm. Airplane. And now I want to watch Airplane, too. Which is a great, great classic movie. I love, 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 love Airplane. Oh I've watched gosh. Airplane at your house. Yes. 
So anyway. Excuse me, stewards. Must be jive. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. So anyway, back to the show. Back to um, stuff happens. If you don't know the premise of the show, stuff happens in mm-hmm. the woods and by trailers, mm-hmm. like murders and abductions. Yeah. And all the way back into like, oh, like 1928 of yeah. one that I saw. Going back forever. The two people that like disappeared uh, in the Grand Canyon on the river. Mm. It's just some oh, crazy. Oh, I saw those people Did too. Did you see that one? That yeah, was amazing. And then, okay. Okay, in that episode, they totally glossed over the fact that they... So, there's a guy, they stayed in his cabin, like, one night, mm-hmm. and then they went back on on their homemade boat. Right. That looked the like river. a coffin, a guy it said. It sure did. And then they, the guy whose um, cabin they stayed in, mm-hmm. they pulled down a boat off of his wall and just found a skeleton. Right. And then they're like, oh, it's not that guy's skeleton. Moving on. Right. They were just like, so when that guy died, we found this, and then there was all these bones. Well, it was proven to not be so-and-so. And then we never heard anything <laughs> about those bones again. And we never cared. We're like, nope, not that guy. And I'm all like, what? Just found guys' bones. Because, yeah. I mean, it was the early 20th century. Right. I mean, how People do they know anything? That's true. People die and get up in They boats. probably were like, oh, he probably just randomly found people who died in the river. I don't know. Like, I mean, <laughs> oh my God. Bones, yeah. right? That was scary. He's a forest ranger. But they had good stuff, like, all the way around. There was just tons of random stories of just, yeah, anything that could be possibly just unsolved. And um, from the morbid to shoplifting stuff, yeah. I saw a few of those. Some random weirdness Um, weird stuff and they mix it up in the episode so you get a little of this a little of that a little of vegas con artists yes you get like three or four stories Mm -hmm. per hour long episode i really liked one it was so not like um it wasn't so uh mystery ish or crime ish it was about dogs and I don't know if you saw this one, but it was about dogs and like their how how they're trained and how their sense of smell and different Mm, things i didn't see that one so the specific one was this lady had um she was like 38 years old and she'd come home and take a nap in the middle of the day or whatever it was. They're telling that part of the story. So she's like a golden retriever and this dog jumps up on her in the middle of her nap one day and is like pulling at her shirt with his, with his teeth. And she's just like, ah, what you doing? I need to get, you know, like, okay, leave me alone. And she wakes up from her nap and doesn't think anything of it. Well then like that night she goes to bed at night and this dog does the same thing. And she like puts him outside because she needs to sleep, mm-hmm. you know, and like whatever. Mm-hmm. So I guess the next day she's even awake and she's sitting there and she's like eating some food or something. And he jumps up on her again and does the same thing. He's like poking at her ch- at her chest with his nose. And she said he this time he did it so hard that she went to like rub the spot that he hit. She found a lump in her breast. What? And was like, oh, crap. And went to the doctor and had, you know, stage two, you know, <laughs> breast cancer. And, like, this dog knew it was there. And the same story, they had a dog who would um, is trained to sense when you're uh, a diabetic's uh, sugar mm-hmm. is low. And another lady who was just, like, a therapy thing, she, like, had had a stroke. And mm-hmm. she came to a party and she would stutter because she was so nervous to be around people. And she was still getting her functioning back. And this little schnauzer came up and just jumped mm-hmm. up on her lap. And instantly she could talk without a stutter. And so then she showed her prescription pad that the doctor wrote for a dog. I was like, yes, I need a prescription for a dog. Prescription for a dog. So there was like good stories like that. It was like, oh, this, like, uh, it wasn't really an unsolved mystery. It was like a, oh, here's a cool phenomenon thing. Here's how awesome dogs are, as if we didn't know how awesome they were already. So that's true. That was good stuff. 
That's true. And I did see one where Robert Stack was actually interviewing a person. That was interesting to see him not looking straight at the camera. Right, and being creepy. He was the one interviewing. But I think it was in season one, so they were like still getting their feel for the show. Mm. Oh, yeah, his his voice kind of scares you. It really does. He's a little bit, yeah, (laughs) he's a little creepy, creepy. And I kept saying to my TV, that woman, she sure knows how to pick him. <laughs> she knows how to pick up because it was there were so many women who were like, um, so she started this relationship with this guy who looks super creepy to the rest of us mm-hmm. and immediately and their moms would always say, Immediately things went south. I'm like, yeah. duh. And duh. I loved some of them where they were like, Oh and then there was one that was totally uh I mean, it turned out to be, I shouldn't say vanilla, two people died. But it was completely like, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was an accident. Mm. It was like, this woman was had a boyfriend, mm-hmm. and then there, but her friend fell in her. And it was, oh, it was mm. in Nebraska, by the way. Mm-hmm. It was in Hastings, Nebraska. Oh, sure. And she had gone with this guy to her parents' house, and then they met him, and they're like, oh, we just assumed he was a friend. So the whole thing's like super creepy. They disappeared. And, like, they did all these searches. And then, again, they led me astray. They're like, strangely enough, an area that had already been searched. They found a hat belonging to so-and-so there a week later. But it wasn't a hat he would have been wearing. I mean, they went on and on and on. And I was like, what is happening? And then they're like, three years after or whatever, they find the Jeep in a pond oh, mm. and both the bodies are in there yeah so clearly in the middle of the night they thought they were driving down a road and they drove right. into a pond and died yeah so they gave me 30 minutes of oh my god what happened did they run off together <laughs> who killed them and together. they drove into a pond and i and who's you know, again, that exactly because again they left me hanging they're like they never went back to who planted the hat that's another thing <laughs> so there's there's this detective who kept searching for like I don't know, 10 years, kept searching the same spot at the railroad tracks where these dudes died, and they kept searching. And I'm like, okay, but now if you're searching that same spot, there's new stuff that's happened in that area. Right. Because they're like, okay, bend down and pretend like you're picking something up to look at it. Well, what is that? It's a bottle cap, so... That wasn't, wasn't there before. before. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. New evidence. No, no. Nope, no. Just a new, new bottle cap. <laughs> new, new things people came through. <laughs> yeah, it was way easier to con people back in the day yeah. than it is today. 100%. It kind of makes you feel nostalgic for the good old days of It conning. does. It does. And I kind of wow, think I like... That. And you watch... Sometimes, though, I'm a little worried about these shows and how I feel like it teaches criminals sure. what to do. A little bit. Sometimes. Possibly, but, you know... It also teaches you that you can't get away with anything. Because That's true, too, because there was a lot of like, oh, we couldn't even test DNA before exactly. b- whatever year, you know. And I mean, prob- I mean, I swear watching things and it's like before 2000, they couldn't <laughs> test DNA. And you're like, oh, yeah. they're like, we okay. had no fingerprints. Oh, well, then I guess you're screwed. Right. How is that but, possible? But yeah. it's going to catch up with you in 2019. Yeah. It's going to catch up yes. with you. Yeah, you're done. They're like, and so we recently have tested their DNA, and it turns right. out it was the dad. Right. And they're like, but he died 40 years ago. Exactly. So that's fine. <laughs> but he, he's long dead. So he got away with he it, died basically. He in prison, and it's all good. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah. So let's talk about what are, you, like, what are the cases that stood out to you the most? Something that I, it, it's a little creepy. Again, it's not a crime. But there was a reincarnation episode i had seen a lot of those those always fascinated me as a kid yes and i was like okay so i just watched this one that was kind of like a quick snippet so this woman has 
a little girl who's like six. And they're driving through an intersection. And it's like the 60s. And her daughter starts freaking out in the backseat. And it's like, mom, 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 we're in a dangerous area. Pull over. You, you be careful. And she starts yelling at her. And this woman's like, I didn't know what was going on. So I pulled over. And I was like, what's wrong, honey? And she's like, mom, you just have to be careful. This is a bad area. Like, you just mm-hmm. have to really be careful. And the mom was like, I don't really know. What you're... Okay. So it turns out that this woman's grandmother, who had passed away seven years prior, so before this little girl was mm-hmm. born, had almost been killed at that intersection in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess she was actually in an accident and was mm-hmm. almost killed. So they also they thought that was weird. And then they were in the grocery store and the little girl was in a cart and this woman's walking through and all of a sudden the little girl was like pulled this woman over and this woman's thinking like oh I'm an old woman I don't even know and then she goes mommy mommy look it's my friend. And this woman comes over and she's talking to this older lady and this woman had been friends with her grandmother. Wow. And then the third one was they go into a restaurant and the little girl goes, mom, look, that's Helen. (laughs) And the waitress comes over and she's like, oh, honey, how'd you know my name? And she said, when I was big, I used to come here. Okay. I know. And they're like, they're like, what? Uh, And then this woman realized her her grandmother used to go there. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, she would have known her because she went for so many years. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then in the same episode, they talk a little boy. Parents are like showing him pictures of like old stuff, whatever. Mm -hmm. And the little boy looks and he goes, that's me. And points out his great grandpa. And the dad's like. What? Okay. And he goes, that's me right there. That's when I was big. Because I was big and now I'm a kid again. Wow. And they're like, what? And so one day this guy's also talking. Oh, he said when he was, um, he goes, when he very first was able to talk at a year and a half, he said to his dad at a year and a half, like when he could talk, he said, when I was your age, I changed your diapers. Okay. I know. I was like, that okay. sounds made you up. You know what? I had a friend whose daughter, when she was little, mm-hmm. said to her, Mommy, remember when I was big and you were the baby? I'm telling you. And that was many years I'm ago. I'm telling you. The same thing, that little boy, too. He was mm-hmm. like, I used to have a sister, but she's a fish now. The a fish? Gr- the grandpa had a sister. Oh, and he and this little boy said, she's a fish now. The bad man made it happen. Oh, this grandpa had a sister who was murdered by her boyfriend, pushed her overboard on a boat. And now she's got to be a fish? According to a little boy, you would be a fish. (laughs) So then they said at age seven is like when it stops, apparently. Like, so all of this would happen with these kids, like a reincarnation. But at age seven, they would stop remembering things. Hmm. And I'm like... I was watching this whole thing happen, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that would be so crazy. My kids are over seven, so I can't ask them. Well, let's go find some six-year-olds. Well, let's do it. And we'll find somebody who, yeah. like. And then I'm, like, wondering, like, is it does it only happen if, like, your grandparent passes right before? You know, like, oh, my sure. gosh. It was just so intriguing That's to me weird. that I was like, oh, my gosh, this is really bizarre. But that was, like, fascinating to me. I watched that. I was like, oh, my gosh. I want to watch more reincarnation. And that's right in there. In your prime time viewing mm-hmm. with your murders mm-hmm. and your aliens. Yep. <laughs> and 
I learned from Unsolved Mysteries that aliens, please don't be listening to this and get mad at me. Yes. That aliens uh, are coming down to probe us uh, for experiments and taking our our eggs and our sperms and stuff and maybe making people. I don't know. Oh, wow. But I learned that from Unsolved Mysteries the other day. That's good to know. I feel like that might be why there could be clones of us somewhere that oh, they good. come and then they send down yeah. and they're actual aliens, but they're going to be me in alien form. And maybe I come to your house. Girl, don't look at me with those <laughs> eyes and say those words that you just said to me right now. That is not appreciated. That is Get that out of my house. I'm so scared. First of all, you have to be one of the people they chose right. and you're not. At least unless I, you have missing time. Right. And if I was an alien, I wouldn't have told that story just now. So well, I, I know was, if you're not, but you're telling me that, it, that, okay, you're telling me it could happen, so mm-hmm. are you telling me that you have been abducted and had your bits measured by the aliens because you have to disclose that information? I don't think so, because I don't law. have any missing time that okay. I know about, so. You could other than happened when you're sleeping. Right, other than Sam jumping into my brain at times, I don't <laughs> think anything true. else has happened. Because there was a guy I was watching who, like, it was, like, in the 50s or something, and he had just... Like, he was a soldier, and they had dropped him off in this little town by by this gas station or whatever. And then they the military was supposed to pick him up. And then he saw these weird lights in the sky. So he turned around and got on the payphone and called them and was like, I need you guys to pick me up. Why aren't you picking me up? There's something going on over here. And they were like, we came to pick you up an hour ago. You weren't there. <gasps> But he thinks that he just turned around and made this phone call. He'd been gone for like over an hour. Oh, snap. He had missing time. And then they hypnotized him. And he remembered the aliens probing him. Oh, my (sighs) gosh. Yeah, it happens. Aliens are just cosmic perverts. Yeah. I'm sorry for saying that. Hopefully we're too boring. Yeah. That you won't won't come down and get us. We're down down here. So hopefully they can't hear this through all of this. Okay. So, I asked you to watch the crazy case of Cindy James. Yes. Just because I found that one to be the most, like, the one that just couldn't leave me. Mm -hmm. And you watched it. I did. This is bananas. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. And so, I even read more into it Mm -hmm. because I needed to figure it out. Still have no idea. No. And, you know, when you told me about it, there is, like, a Wikipedia fan page about it. Like, Mm -hmm. there was, like, all this stuff. And it's so disturbing. And you're right. I'm like, because then what I'm the like hell? listening to like the detective guys and I'm like, that's true. Like, there's no way that, that I mean, like, right. And again, I feel open ended. Like they always yeah, mention because there's no that update. she's separated from a husband. And then we never heard about it again. No, no. And and Unsolved Mysteries also left a bunch of stuff out. And what was with that cop who was like, this isn't even a case for Unsolved Mysteries. I don't even know why you're doing this on your show. Mm hmm. That was that one, right? I think so. Okay. I think so. I remember what. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Cindy James was a nurse. And this, on the show, they called this one scared to death. Mm-hmm. Um, Cindy was a school teacher in Vancouver, which is in Canada. So, there was a lot of. There's a lot of the accents. Talking about the murder. About. So, this was in the 80s. Big hair. Um, she was divorced from a psychiatrist. Mm, he was a psychiatrist. I didn't know that. He was 18 years older than her. They did not mention this oh, in Untold Mystery. They sure didn't. But her mom said that it wasn't like a rocky divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, it was fine. They were both fine with it. But they did mention 
multiple times in the episode that it was four months after they yes. separated yes. that she started getting she weird phone calls. She started getting weird phone calls. Um, she started getting harassing letters with like cut and paste. You know mm-hmm. how you paste the pictures and the letters on there that yeah, were all threatening. Like ransom notes, yeah. Also, they didn't mention in Unsolved Mysteries. At the time, she was dating a cop. Oh, okay. that's interesting. Which, which when the first time I heard the story, I was like, "It's okay." I gotta, I gotta get into this. So, so they put surveillance on her because mm-hmm. she claims to be attacked. Right. She started getting threatening phone calls and letters. Mm-hmm. She reported a hundred in, over a hundred instances of harassment, including physical attacks. Yes. but could never say who it was. Yes, how could you be physically attacked? And never see the person. And she kept saying that there were certain things that she'd get hit from behind Mm -hmm. or different things. And one neighbor said that she said, all I saw was somebody's white tennis shoes. But her mom, during the Unsolved Mysteries part, kept Mm -hmm. saying, we were sure she was withholding information. And she kept telling her mom that I'm afraid for you. Right. Her mom, mom, yeah, her mom thought she wasn't saying who it was, that she knew who it was, mm-hmm. but she didn't want her family to be hurt by it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. The, just the whole thing is bizarre. And the right. cops, like, pretty much right away were just fed up with her because mm-hmm. they felt like she was doing something to herself. That she was making stuff up, even though they had, like, traced the, they had tried to trace the phone calls. So they were real phone calls. Mm-hmm. It's not like she couldn't have called herself. Right, there was not the technology back then to do anything weird. Yeah, and she, um, like, the person would be on the phone just long enough that they couldn't get a trace on it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes she would say she'd be attacked from the from behind and Mm -hmm. stuck with a needle, and then she would pass out because she was found a couple times passed out. Mm -hmm. Like her neighbor found her. They kept finding her with like black nylons. Tied around tied the around neck. Tied around the neck, yeah. At one point, she said it was more than one person who attacked her. So she acted to her mom like she knew who it was, mm-hmm. but she wouldn't tell the cops. They gave her a lie detector test. and Inconclusive. Yeah, it was inconclusive because she was withholding information. Yeah. She did tell her mom at one point, too, that she said, uh, I can't tell, I can't say because he said, your sister will be next and then mm-hmm. your mom. Yeah. So she claimed that, that she was being threatened with not only her own death, yes. but the death of her family. Right. So she did tell her her mom at one point that she would tell her someday, but she mm-hmm. couldn't tell her now. And I'm like, yeah. oh, come on. I know, right? I need to know. And again, when you have this stuff happen to you, there should be notes left for unsolved mysteries for after you're, di- for after you're dead. Yes. Because at that point, they can't hurt you anymore. So there should have been notes left. <laughs> right. Put it in an envelope and right? mail it to yourself. Mail it to yourself or to there your you lawyer go. or who, someone. Whatever. You got you to gotta think ahead. Exactly. So the police who were, first of all, never took any fingerprints, didn't really do mm-hmm. any real investigating of this. Yeah. They, at one point, put 24-hour surveillance on her to catch this person. Mm-hmm. But while that was happening, nothing ever happened. And I assume this was, like, not out in the open surveillance. It was, like, secret surveillance. They kind of didn't say, yeah. And the mom was like, well, of course they're not going to. They probably know that you're there if they knew how to. Because she moved and she painted she, her car and she, she did all these things. Names. Yeah. But, see, this is why I'm thinking she was dating a cop. Because before I found out she was dating a cop, when they said... 
they had surveillance on her, and then mm. when they didn't have surveillance, then then the stuff would happen again. But when they had surveillance, nothing would happen. Mm-hmm. So I immediately was like, then it's somebody in the police department right. who's doing this. So when I read that she was dating a cop, I'm like, that's who it that's is. That's who it was. Mm, that's interesting. So she was even committed to a psychiatric hospital mm-hmm. for a while. Her ex-husband, remember, her ex-husband was mm-hmm. a psychiatrist. He said that she had multiple personalities and that one of them was trying to kill her. So that's interesting. I didn't realize it was the ex, but I saw on the episode mm-hmm. they talked about how she was diagnosed and one was trying to destroy the other. Yes. One personality. And it was the mother her husband was who like, said that. Right. Was like, no, that's just not it at all. Yeah. The whole family. Her family was like, no, there were never any issues. And how come he never had any issues with her when he was married to her? When they were her? together. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, we've also forgot to mention the time they found her in her living room with a knife through her hand. Through her hand with a note stabbed into her hand. What? What is that? Yeah. And she was unconscious. And that was when the investigator that she hired, she hired a private investigator. Mm-hmm. He came to her house because he gave her a two-way radio and heard weird noises on it. Mm-hmm. And then came to her house and found, and her, found like her like that. Unconscious. And she also had a needle mark. Mm-hmm. Like someone had injected her and then... Well, yeah. What kind of fast-acting movie stuff are you injecting people with? And also, this happened over the span of, like, seven years. Oh, my God. Why would anyone do that for seven... Because it doesn't appear that anyone's trying to get anything from her. Right. She's not trying to get anything. That's just it. Like, she... It's like no one ever thought, like, what is the purpose of this? Like, why mm-hmm. would somebody even be threatening her? And like, for this long. Yeah. It made no sense. I mean, if someone's crazy and want something from you then they take that thing from you yeah but why would they just keep knocking you out with drugs right and so not, that you can be found right and not kill you just at the very beginning and if that yeah. was the end game and who would tie a stocking around your neck mm-hmm. if they're not trying to kill you right it doesn't make any sense so that's yes. why they thought she's doing this to herself to get attention mm-hmm. or something and then she ended up dying um her car was found abandoned um there was blood on the handle she had died from an overdose of morphine her hands were tied mm-hmm. hands and feet were tied behind her behind back. her back and the police were like nah she committed suicide right really like she tied her yeah. hands behind she her tied back? her own hands behind her back i don't understand and then this guy that they were talking to was like well morphine you've got like 15 minutes before and he goes and a knot like that would take two minutes dude what are you even talking yeah, about that guy was First of all, creepy. Yeah, very creepy. Um, Way too happy to be talking about it. <laughs> and also, they didn't find a needle. So did she inject herself with morphine mm-hmm. through the needle somewhere? Right. Tied Which, herself where they up, never found right. a syringe anywhere. Tied herself up and then... Died. And it was another one of those cases where they're like, she was in a place that lots of people had been looking before. And then all of a sudden she was there. I feel like a lot of people that you trust to look for stuff are not actually looking. Like when I tell my kids to go look for their socks and they're (laughs) like, they're not there. And I'm like, they're right in front of my face. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's that. And we also forgot that there was a time where she had like her friends or neighbors come over and spend the night at her house. And she had them come downstairs and the basement was on fire. And when they ran outside, 
there was a guy on the sidewalk Mm -hmm. and the lady said like they tried to ask him something and he ran off down the street yeah probably because there was a house on fire right that could be the case but i'm all like okay but also that fire was set from inside the basement and Mm -hmm. there was no sign of anyone entering the house yes so that's why they think that she said it correct here's what i think do you want to tell me what you think I think because this is unsolved and that made me so mad. Exactly. Um, I still think, yeah, I I was not informed of this information though about her dating a cop and mm-hmm. everything else like that. So that's also important because poli- people in that situation would know how investigations work mm-hmm. and all of that stuff too. So if she's dating somebody um, who is like then a creeper or just a, also yeah. a psycho murderer, this could all be easily done by someone who then, especially if they know the investigation and people are leaning towards, she's crazy doing this to herself. Yeah. Make it look they like make she's it doing look it. look like she's doing it to herself. But like, wouldn't you get tired of that after so long? Mm-hmm. That's crazy mm-hmm. because it never said whether i i assume that they broke up at some point i think mm. her mom talked like they had broken up or whatever or her sister her sister wrote a book which i didn't read mm. and then um wouldn't you get tired of doing it mm-hmm. or w- what is your purpose why are you doing it what are you trying right. to get from her yeah there was no theory there here's what i think and this also again i don't know why you would do something like this for this many years because <laughs> it just doesn't make sense I think either she was being harassed by someone Mm -hmm. and the police weren't taking her seriously. So possibly she did some things to herself to get more attention from them. You know, like, oh, but look, also they sent me this note that's creepy. Because did you hear the part about when she left the one facility when she was committed? She kind of was like determined, like, well, if the cops aren't going to solve this, I'm going to because I know information. So you're right. But tell us the information. Right. Maybe she did do stuff to herself to try to, like, lead them to whoever she knew was doing this. If she can't tell them who it is directly, let them figure it out for themselves. But in that case, just tell them so they can arrest that person. Find someone you trust and be like, I don't understand. Show or show. But also, if it was a cop and you tell the cops it was this cop. Right. Maybe they're not going to do anything about it. And that does make sense now. That Mm. she couldn't say anything because of that exact reason. So my other theory. This is so frustrating. I don't like not knowing things. That's why I like sitcoms. Mm Because they're over at the end of the episode. Um, My other theory is that maybe she fabricated this with her boyfriend. This hoax. And that they were both in on it. Mm. And that possibly it was for attention. Because it's obviously not, like, for money. Right. Um, so it was for attention. And in the end, because, um, you know, she kept getting injected with mm-hmm. these drugs. So right. maybe in the end, she wasn't supposed to die. Yeah. They thought somebody would find her again right. and get her get to her yeah. in time. Exactly. They thought they would find her and she'd be fine. And they just gave her too much drugs, and this time she died, and that person Mm. took off. That's my second theory. That's so... Both of those are extremely plausible, because, yes. But, yeah. I can't... I can't... I just can't wrap my head around it. It's Mm -mm. just, like... That that's one of those like watching the show. I'm like, oh man, I can't have it be completely unsolved. I get that that's the name of the show, <laughs> right, but I'm not right, happy right. with. I'm not this happy is, with this. This is not solved mysteries. <laughs> I need it to unsolved be solved mysteries. mysteries. 
because you aired the show so long ago and now it's 2019. Please let it have been solved by now. So you I know how like it. when you listen to a crime show, I don't know if you do, but you listen to a true crime show and you're thinking, okay, I don't know yet. I haven't listened to it yet. I don't know if this is one of those that tells me what happens mm-hmm. or doesn't tell me what happens because I have got to know what happens. I do too. I don't want, I don't want unsolved mysteries. No. I can't even watch that when it's a TV show, when it's a fake TV show, oh, yeah. like Law and Order SVU. Or a and lost. most of the times they're like solved, but some of them are open-ended. And I'm yeah. all like, wah, wah. This is a fiction show. You don't yes. need to have it open-ended. You exactly. can tell us what happened. Tell us exactly Wrap what it happened. up, Danny Tanner. <laughs> Jeez. So mm, Good times. So I, thank you for watching that one because I thought I was going crazy and I had no one to talk to about mm. it because you can't just be like, hey, 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 did you watch Unsolved Mysteries? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, who are you? And everyone's like, no, which one? <laughs> is it on now? No, this is from 1989. What's Unsolved Mysteries? Exactly. Is that a show? Yeah. Get so out of true. my car. So, get out of my car. <laughs> so true. Ah, yeah, really? I... I remember watching that with my parents and and thinking everyone was a murderer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they let us watch it. Watching this, too, you realize how many, you know, sickos are out in the world, of course. And then you're just also like, how does this even? Yeah. I mean. You gotta be aware. There's already the news shows like Dateline and 2020. And then Ugh. there's this. And it's all like, let's tell you about some crazy crap that <laughs> happened. And it's not solved. So don't go out alone. <laughs> the end. I'm not really a true crime person. I'm not really into the, you know, suburban housewives talking about murder shows. Yeah. But sometimes I like to hear about oh, a person going cool. bananas. I know. It's like I don't like I don't like the creepy stuff so much anymore. I was a little worried about even rewatching this show because I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna be scared. I didn't watch um, any of the ghost ones. Oh, yeah. I, I watched definitely knew that I wasn't going to be able to do that. I actually saw the beginning of one that was like, and then this guy who appears out of Zaf and nowhere. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, I'm switch over. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to watch that. No ghosts, because those are definitely on. I would love for them to be like, update. Update. I was, I was waiting for the UFO ones, them to be update. We have discovered yes. that there are aliens We found among the Brady us. kids upstairs <laughs> trying to make it so that they wouldn't sell the house. <laughs> Turns out it was the Brady kids with a ghost on a string. With a ghost on a string. <laughs> oh, my God. I took the little drive down memory lane to watch this because it was good stuff. And that was a yeah. fun suggestion from a listener yeah. that we put it in the hat and we watched it. And now you right. can just forget. You can just forget. I'm going to try to forget. Happened. Although now I'm not so sure I could let go of Cindy and her story because we may have to. Seriously, I got to read the book now. I know. Now I'm going to have to read the book. I'm going to make a whole case out of this. Ha <laughs> <laughs> You could read you should write a story about it. Oh my god, that started turning in my head, oh, and then I was no. like, "No, it's I don't do true crime. I don't. I do That's fake true. crime." You got anything else to say? I don't think so. Okay. I think we covered most of it. Great. Well, uh, listeners, you can join our fri- our private hey fri- 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 wine wine. Are you gonna pour some? I'm gonna pour some more okay. wine. <laughs> join our private Facebook group on the internet and tell us. Wow, that's loud. That was loud. Tell us what you think of this episode, and you can also. Head over to Patreon for bonus content that you haven't listened to yet. Or stop in at buymeacoffee.com and put a little change in our cup to help us get Natalie a recording chair that doesn't suck. Woo! Like the one she's in right now. Yes. 
Also, by the time of this broadcast, we will have attended Natalie's epic friends party. Oh, my God. And we'll probably still be recovering. We will be. We'll have so many good stories and pictures. I will have won the contest for the costume. Mm. I will have won the costume for the glass of fat. Yes. Yes. You should win both. And um, we're going to tell you all about it next year. Yes. When we come back. When we come back from our hiatus. We're going to have a hiatus soon. So. Soon. Um, we can wrap up this and drink some wine. Yes. Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you would leave a review and also follow us on Facebook. Be sure to tune in next week for more TV tangents. Join me. Perhaps you will be able to solve a mystery. I That's don't think so, Robert Stack. Have Robert, you met me? you scaring me, Robert. <laughs> I can't even find my keys. I can't do it.